I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Good afternoon to you and yours. This is the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Jeff in for choice, who will be filling in for Mike Gustafson today on Tech Talk, so you'll still get a chance to pick on him, right? Yeah, I'm getting a thumbs up from Clint, who is the host of Tech Talk from 3 to 6 over on Double T 97.3. So the the guy we're really making fun of today for not being at work is uh, Mike Gustafson. But have no fear, because we do not need to pick on the one and only Chris Sneed, who is joining us via live remote satellite in the window right about here. Hey, yo, Sneeder. What's up? What's up? How are you, man? How's your trip so far? Uh, 5 a.m. flight out of the hub, man. That's a that's a 2.30 wake-up call. <laughs> that's even earlier than I normally get up. Yeah, I know. You just have to remind yourself, you don't got to fly the plane. Just got to be, be on it. Just got to be on it, man. <laughs> Reggie Smith. Reggie the ref used to always tell us that. You don't got to fly it, man. Uh, are you uh, – I have the ability to pretty much fall asleep anywhere. Like, yeah. I, oh, I've been yeah. able to do that my entire life. Uh, every flight for me lasts about 15 minutes unless I'm, like, sitting in the window looking outside. I was – I I got some rest. I didn't get good rest, but I got some rest on the first flight. None on the second flight. Uh, but uh, I'm here, and uh, uh, rest assured – as soon as I uh, click off this Zoom, I'm going to be wearing that out right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> right there. That, so, uh, well, it, it looks like a nicely made bed, so thank you for cleaning is. up. Uh, well, studio Studio 1025 is uh, is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're we're good. I'm uh, glad back at Overland Park again. The uh, Hall of Fame induction tomorrow night. Uh, Kansas City was nice enough to put on Parade for us on today. That's, we're really excited. Well, I mean, it is a big event for you guys tonight, so it's yeah, nice I mean, that the they, parade did they, happen. They did a parade. They got they got uh, they got Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones and Kelsey are all out here, man. Great. I mean, they're fired up in Kansas City for us, man. Absolutely, they are. Uh, did you get a chance to take in the parade? Uh, I, I'm watching it right now. Oh, you're watching I'm, it right now. I'm watching it right now. So we're distract right we're distracting you from your own parade. Well, I could. I mean, if you want to watch, I mean, I could show you right there. It's the there you can see. There's the. <laughs> that good? I work for you. I'm not complaining. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of hard radio to describe. We have to do some play-by-play action of what the parade well, is doing. Ah, uh, basically, what you have is a bunch of uh, Patrick Mahomes walking down the street. I mean, basically guzzling a beer. <laughs> it's, I'm, that's I'm not finding any fault in that right now. There's, I mean, there's basically all the players. I, I am confused with the number of players that are just absolutely just just trucking it with no shirt on right now. Just trucking it. Well, you know, flaunt it if you got it, right? Um, I mean, I ain't mad at it, but, I mean, uh, it's not that's not for me. <laughs> no, I don't have it, which is my, why I don't my, flaunt uh, it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not out of shape by any shape of the by stress of the imagination. But hey, my, hey, my round what? is a shape. Uh, but, Hair well, is a shape. My body looks a lot more like the, that 
what Patrick Mahomes showed than what uh, than what uh, some of these uh, players are running around with. So, well, if it's, uh, if well, it's uh, you, you know, if you've got it, flaunt it. For me, it's just I have too much of it, so yeah, no, I you try don't not flaunt to flaunt that. It. Sure, yeah, no one yeah. needs to see that. Um, uh, as much as we will hear about the parade that is going on in Kansas City today for the uh, College Baseball Foundation and their Hall of Fame announcement, uh, Chris Need has talked about the class, which is where he's at today. Are you going to check out the uh, origination of one Chuck Hines while you're in Overton Park? Well, I'm Overton Park. I'm, I I don't have a car, uh, but I will be up here again. And, and one of my initiatives is to go find Shawnee Mission West High School. And, well, uh, I was thinking more I, of the the Overton Park's uh, Kmart. Oh, the uh, the friendly Overland Park Kmart. Yes, yeah. I, I don't think that exists anymore because Kmart's are out of business altogether. Well, sure, but the building could be there. You could you know do the I mean, spiritual connection. Not with all me. not all buildings get repurposed the way ours did so well by the YWCA. So, uh, I think most of them. I mean, I'll go find it. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, I would like, I'd like to see the Shining Mission West Vikings High School. <laughs> um, lots to get to today with regards to uh, getting us is set though, for... Huh? Is there, is there though? There is because, you know, it's kind of the midweek point. We've got uh, a Texas Tech basketball game on the men's side in the rearview mirror. We've got one coming up on Saturday. We've got a Lady Raider game tonight. It's the Think Pink game. And no matter what side of the aisle you are on... With regard to a Texas Tech fan, or an Oklahoma State fan, or a Baylor fan, or a Texas a Texan fan, a Texas fan, or whatever school you are rooting for, we are all against cancer. Ain't nobody oh, yeah. rooting for cancer. I mean, I mean, as uh, you know, cancer got my dad, um, and uh, it's uh, my dad was a, a two-time cancer survivor, and he had, uh, his uh, colon cancer eventually got him the second time, and. Uh, he survived prostate cancer and 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 colon cancer once, but uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm not a fan of uh, of that. I don't know that anyone that is, but uh, if you can uh, if you can do your part to stamp out cancer, um, I'm all for it. And uh, that takes place tonight at the United Supermarkets Arena with the Lady Raiders taking on Oklahoma State. We'll talk about that game coming up later with Jamie Lent. Uh, we've got uh, pitchers and catchers reporting today. Don't shake your head, no, me. This guy just no. I'm don't, just you're saying, shaking your this, head. Know me about pitchers and catchers. I, I don't know what this pit, this player this 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 player was just straight rocking a thirty pack of Bud Light. I guess I can say that I mean, he is walking out of street. Well, he's just where, straight, he's drinking straight it. Straight so. rocking it. Okay. Okay. I, I, I it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love pitchers and catchers reporting. Um, that's awesome. Um, that means that uh, Major League Baseball was within within two months of uh, first pitch there. So we're loving that. Um, and. Uh, I mean, what did he sell? Someone said the first uh, uh, Rangers spring training game is February 23rd. Correct. Nice. Love it. See? And we've got three baseball games to get to this weekend with Tennessee, Nebraska, and uh, Oregon all meeting Texas Tech in Arlington for the college well, baseball yeah. class. I mean, there's a lot to get to today that we can kind of scatter, shoot around, and enjoy. Okay. So don't poo-poo what today is. I didn't. I didn't You're poo-poo what today. what today is. Hey, it's 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 a day that you uh, you get to express the love for the people in your life that you love, and then uh, tomorrow's the day that uh, that other guys uh, express that extra love. I guess I heard someone refer to it as side piece Thursday. 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I do not recommend I, that. I saw I saw a lady on Facebook that said if they would want to take me out for side piece Thursday. <laughs> wow. Um uh, it's like that's bold, man. She just she just flat out said it. She put it out there in the universe. <laughs> and I'll bet someone's gonna take her up on it. Uh, probably. That's how the world works. Yeah. I mean, there's something out there for everybody. Yeah. It won't be me. I'll go ahead and say that now. Yeah. But we will get into the headlines coming up on the way. We've got uh, Kaylee's Dailies as well, and a complete recap of what has happened in the world of sports so far and what we are looking forward to this week with Texas Tech Athletics. Yeah. This, this is the bottom line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app broadcasting from the first United Bank studio, sitting virtually alongside Chris Need and the one and only Clint Scott across the Slide and Slides. Pushing buttons for us on the uh, 100.7 scoreboard as we roll through your afternoon and your lunch hour. We don't have the board sponsored yet, do not we? Not yet, no. And yeah. uh, in my head, I was like, I got it. Wait, that's not sponsored. So Seems uh, like uh, some sort of home and lumber store since it's a board. We did a little play on words there. Or like the Home uh, Depot board. Monopoly. Or the Monopoly board. The Monopoly board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, although, um, with the amount of lights that are on it, might have to go in like uh, electric battleship. Because it had all the lights that blink on it and everything else. Or a light bright still. Light bright, light oh, bright still go. going light around, bright right? Board. All That's the kids perfect. love light brights. Every Christmas, they're like, please, I want a light bright. Sneed, did you ever have a light bright? No. Didn't want a night light bright. Didn't have a light bright. Didn't know anyone who did. Yeah, you do. Now you do. <laughs> I'm not saying it was my favorite toy growing up, but there were several of the drawings that we did. That you would okay. push the, the colored things through and have to, yeah. you know, it's like paint by numbers, but with colors. For the state okay. of Kansas, the light bright was like peak technology, if we're being honest. It's incredible that they it, smuggled it, it that across the border. It was technology here in Texas, but we did have one growing up. And ultimately, I, you know, for the same reason everybody else threw it out is because uh, we lost the pieces that would punch in. Had the thing, the bulb still worked, had several screens that we could still do, didn't have enough of the lights to punch in to... To make him go. Uh, thoughts off the Eight Flooring Center chat line. Dang, Sneed, you're putting out the negative vibes out all something fierce. Mm. I'm sorry. I, I guess I shouldn't do that. Uh, Michael Denton replies. Well, we all know who to blame if something happens this weekend. Sneed! <laughs> Why is it my fault? You're the one bringing it up. I just pointed out the fact that we've had some guys go down on the... I'm, I'm not going to say it anymore. See? Now you're learning. He's learning. I'm not learning. And I'm sometimes not learning. I just, that's all that's necessary. Listen. Love you, Sneed. Uh, looking at this Texas Tech weekend, uh, this whole week, had it, it, I, I don't want to say this week has flown by because I don't think it has. It's just been packed. No, it's, it has flown by. because As a guy who only had two days in the office, it flew by. Yesterday was the longest day of the week for me, and it was – You've got you had the Texas Tech win over Kansas. 
Yeah. Which is huge. And you get to celebrate that all day yesterday. Listen to it. Listen to the the second half of that game. And then you've got Lady Raider basketball tonight. And I'll go ahead and say this here, and I'll say it when we get into it uh, in a deeper dive later with Jamie. This is one you've got to go get. And, yeah, I mean, uh, this isn't a don't make the tournament and lose this game, don't make the tournament, or somebody gets – you've got to get a win to get some positive momentum back for this team. Yeah, this this team is I, – I don't I don't know what's going on. In fact, you know, it might be – I mean, I don't know how long – Oklahoma State's on a six-game losing streak right now. Correct. I mean, was, is that about the same time, the last time the Lady Raiders rolled through Stillwater? Uh, I don't know is if that, that's officially the number – I know six is the number. I know they six is the six. number. I don't know if the Lady Raiders were the seven, well, if that they, makes yeah. sense. Like if they well, were the seven. They, they would have been the, the last win, possibly. I'm looking at it right now. I am as well. And, uh, you know, computers don't like uh, doing things at a normal schedule when you're talking on the radio. Yeah. And you ask a, a question that we should have an answer to. As we are preparing for the show today, you know, the uh, I am looking at them right now. Here, oh, they want their cookies. You uh, know, if they were to deliver the cookies, I would be much more interested in accepting them. But they just want me to accept them. They don't want to deliver the cookies. All right, yeah, they they beat Tech seventy one fifty eight on January tenth. Lost to KU. Okay, sorry, they beat BYU eighty two to fifty. So we weren't their last win. There was yeah, one before. You were, they've they've. They've only won one game since they played you, and that was over BYU, who you lost to. Who we lost to. All right, and <laughs> again, we're, we'll do a deep dive coming up on this later and, and what we expect the uh, tech needs to do in order to get this going. But yeah. that's tonight. So that's kind of your midweek game here. Nothing tomorrow, which is a little bit weird that there is nothing on tap for tomorrow. There's no coaches show. There's no uh, you know preseason hey, things just, going on. Let, let's just face this right here. This is an eleven and twelve uh, Oklahoma State basketball team. They're four and eight in conference. They've lost six in a row. They're terrible away from home. Um, they're under five hundred as a team. You know, this is the team that you know they think they're. They think they just moved ahead of UCF, or no, they just fell below UCF. Um, now that UCF beat you in conference, you got to go get this game. You, it's just no if ten or buts about it. You gotta go get it. It's and it's a gettable game. It should be that they're they're not good. This is a not good basketball team that you're playing. You need to beat this team. And if if nothing else, just having this team, this Lady Raider team, find itself um, because for whatever reason, this team has fallen apart. And you give away a game to 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 UCF. And I say UCF, there's probably not a girl on that roster that the Lady Raiders are even interested in. And with as many they, injuries as you've had, I don't know that I'm gonna say yeah. that. Yeah. They're <laughs> they're they're just that team came in and dominated the Lady Raiders. They, they, yeah, the final score looked like it was a small upset, but let's face it, the Lady Raiders were down double digits for a better portion of that game. Down sixteen and, at home. Yeah. And and just looking bad doing it. It's time for somebody to say, you know what? We're tired of doing this. It's time for us to, to become the the, uh, the the team that we we thought we could be. I mean, 
did I think this team could compete for a championship? No. No. Did this no, no, team no, no. has did this team have some pieces that were going to make this team more competitive? Yes. Were they still lacking some major holes um, uh, on the roster in terms of depth and and inside post play? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but this team shouldn't be dropping games to UCF. No, they shouldn't be dropping the games to BYU. No, this is a team that should be going out and dominating those teams and 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 making its hay uh, uh, and and piling up wins against the bottom of the conference because you're a top half of this conference team. But they have not played like that. Period. And it's not been close. No, it hasn't been close. It, and, it's you know, not like I mean, you've had just you know, a couple of games here that didn't go your way or a bad bounce. It hasn't been close. It hasn't been close. I mean, the the you shouldn't be that team. The the men's team shouldn't have been playing a, a close home game with UCF, even though they're a more talented roster. But the women's team had no business playing a close game or a loss to UCF. No business. There's no world in where that's a that's a uh, a potential. But this team is ravaged with injuries right now, and it, it doesn't excuse the fact you're just a more talented team than UCF. You should be a more talented team. Well, maybe not right now with your injuries. Maybe not. Be careful how I put that out there. With uh, just bad juju. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you've got some. We're not making excuses. I want to make this clear. I'm not making any excuses. I think this team is. There's a large amount of frustration. They're they're underachieving. They're underachieving, and and I think I think part of this is this is a. A, a a roster that doesn't have a lot of success under, I mean, it, it got to postseason last year and the, the natural step forward for this team was to get to the NCAA tournament and they're starting to see that slip away. And I think, I don't know. I don't think they was quitting. I don't know that I'm not in the locker room. No, no I don't get the impression yeah. that they've quit. Yeah. That That's not but, the impression I see on the floor. I think that there is, you know, there are depth depth issues for this team, and the injuries have, have really put this team in a position where it can't fight back. And another problem that this team has had all season is the extremely slow starts that um, you have yeah. to use all Bad of your quarters. energy. Bad quarters. And you use all of your energy to get back into a game and then you don't have enough to keep it going. Unless you've been absolutely able to out-athlete somebody. That, I agree. But uh, that's your look at the Lady Raiders. That uh, We'll do another one coming up with Jamie Lint on the way. But next, more importantly, we get to discuss animals. And yesterday we talked about a mythical bird. Or a mythical animal, I should say. I don't know that it was a bird. I wonder what Kaylee has in store for us today. We will find out next here on The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is The Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Through the 
afternoon on uh, 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Jeff in for choice, sitting alongside Jamie Lentz, your uh, play-by-play voice this weekend for the Red Raider baseball team as they will be heading to Arlington for Tennessee, Nebraska, and Oregon. Jamie, I am uh, in the process of saving a picture so that I can post it on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. But I saw this in my memories today on Facebook, and it involves you. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this, Eds, and it will probably give it away what this is. Of all the things that I have done for you since you have worked here, this may be the one I am most jealous of that I was able to take care of for you. And not the half that you would think that I am most jealous of. Oh, 11, 11 years ago today. Was what year? 2013? Correct. Okay. This was not the birthday where we did the cheeseburgers. Okay. This was your birthday celebration. Why did we celebrate early? Uh, I think you were leaving again early, or maybe it was a Friday and it was on the weekend. Okay. Maybe something like that. But we celebrated early. You gave me an autographed Derek Jeter baseball. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, this, if you go to the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line, you'll see a picture of what we got you. And this was, hands down, one of the coolest things that we could have done because you didn't have a Derek Jeter autograph ball. But that's not the one I'm jealous of. <laughs> it's the one next to it. That, And you're not a big fan of the card, as we discussed this morning on the morning drive. But for the quote-unquote card, mm-hmm. we had everybody here yep. sign a baseball for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that is still the coolest thing I think I've ever seen anybody up here do. I would agree uh, the combo effort would of, of you know, the, the ball of, like, emotional or sentimental, I should say. Sure. A value of, like, hey, all these people chipped in for this and is pretty cool. But then the fact that the reason that this happened is was you know you at some point just in a regular conversation said um what's the one thing in your collection you're you feel like you're missing mm-hmm. i said a, a derek jeter autograph ball and sure enough like six months later it appeared so yeah, that was very kind yeah and very uh kind. And big person that helped with that was uh one of the guys you worked with a lot at the time in texas tech baseball and one brian, brian haney brian haney uh, that seems like uh Brian, Brian was always good with that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was... Yeah, Clint didn't help at all. He wouldn't hear. I'm not even sure I he am, was in Lubbock at that yeah. point. I am missing a signed Michael Jordan rookie card. <laughs> oh, you don't want that. It'll probably ruin the, hurt the value. Oh. Yeah. You want, you want a signed basketball or you want the rookie card. You're also I not the boss. I am missing a signed Michael Jordan basketball and his rookie card. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, again, uh, you aren't the boss. We were doing this for our boss as yes. an entire staff. Says you. <laughs> this is the entire time I've been here has been a two-year-long undercover boss episode, and this is the coming out party. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Bobby Hot Dogs wants to know: Does Jamie keep the ball next to his A Rod ball? I do not have an A Rod ball. The Jeter ball is next to um, my Andy Pettit ball. 
Nice. Do you still have the one that we all signed? Yes. Oh, okay, I, I that's will, the one I would worry about. I would tell you it's towards the back of the cabinet. Oh, sure, 100%. Okay. But I still have it. Uh, to protect that, it so it doesn't get stolen yes, first or, if someone breaks you know, it. you know, I don't want the, the, the lights fading it. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, there's some Raymar hierarchy on there that uh, have long since left us here. Like Brian Haney's autograph is on there. I mean, there's some producers and some hosts and co-hosts that uh, have long since departed. I bet you Chris Level's on there. Man, that's uh, a Chris valuable Level's ball, there. dude. There. Uh, Tyler wants to ask Clint, have you planned Jamie's surprise birthday party with all the Raymar as, uh, and his buddies? He would love it. I yes, think- I have ordered a giant cake that can fit 16 people. And when it gets rolled into the booth at Globe Life, boy, is he going to be surprised. <laughs> Don't tell him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, gave me surprise cake yesterday, so because they knew I would be leaving tomorrow. Sure. So we all celebrated. Ran Jamie cried. I didn't know he had any emotions. It was incredible. <laughs> Only because it was supposed to be cookie cake, and it came as cookie brownie instead. Yeah, it was brownie cake. I didn't really cry about it. I thought it was good too. I've well, never yeah, had tight, a cookie brownie was, before. I, I was it wasn't what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we and I also knew I was getting cookie cake at my house last night, so I was like, oh, "Hey, I got to try. I got to try two different things." There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, uh, we were talking with Snead earlier, and I said, "There's a ton to get to today." And he's like, "Is there really?" I was like, "There is," because not only are pitchers and catchers reporting today, which we'll get into a little bit later. We've got a Lady Raider basketball game coming up, and we'll, and we'll do a deep dive coming up on that, uh, basically next. Uh, as we uh, roll through the program here. But baseball opening weekend for the Red Raider baseball team, Tennessee, Nebraska, and Oregon on tap. High school basketball playoffs have started for the girls' team. Both Friendship and Cooper are advancing on. And and we got the news earlier today that Liberty, the boys' team, gets to move on as well, right? That's uh, where we are currently sitting? Well, as of right now, they'll have a playoff, a play-in game to make the playoffs tomorrow night. Not sure what time, but there was three teams that tied for the final playoff spot uh, so they all flipped coins somehow, and Liberty got the buy. So they advanced past tomorrow. So there's two teams that have to play tomorrow. The winner of that matchup plays Liberty on Friday, and the winner of that matchup goes to the playoffs. So they avoided the first play-in game. Yes. They get to host the set with well, a quote-unquote host, the I don't, second game. Yeah, I don't know if they're hosting or, or where it is. I, I wouldn't guess they're going to host, but yeah, so... They've they're they're one step closer. There we and so that's good for where we were talking about. I think it was on Monday when we were talking about this. It, they needed to win, and they needed a bit of a miracle to uh, to get in. So and they didn't win. Yeah. So hey. So uh, all the better that they got the chance, and that, sometimes that's all it takes in a high school basketball. To quote the great poet Chris Level, they are keeping hope alive. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do also have another Texas Tech basketball game on on the way this week as well. With uh, Tech on the road at Iowa State. Lady Raiders also on the road at BYU this weekend. And oh, by the way, the NBA All-Star Games this weekend. I know. Who knew? Uh, That's just kind of the way this thing rolls. Could you play that cricket sound effect, Clint, please? (laughs) Hang on. I am actually, and i got to figure out when it's actually happening. I want to watch the three-point contest with uh, Steph and Sabrina Ionescu. Me too. I'm I'm very interested by that. Yeah, I'm. I've not made the effort to find out when it is yet, but I want to watch that. And McClung's back in the dunk contest again. Correct. That is correct. Correct. 
Yeah, so maybe All-Star Saturday night will be fun. Saturday night, right? Yeah, Saturday night. Uh, the NBA All-Star 2024 Schedule of Events. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, aw. Not my birthday. Uh, Friday. Jim Kelly's birthday, though. It, it is yeah, Jim this Kelly's. was for Jim Kelly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, good. What, selfish? You thought it was for you? It's not even your birthday, Jamie. Get over it. Uh, Friday, we get the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame news conference and the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Saturday is the practice, uh, and then you've got All-Star Saturday night with the skills competition, the uh, starry three-point contest, and then the second three-point contest with uh, Sabrina and Steve, uh, with Curry. So When we come back, I can tell you who's starting on the mound this weekend for the Red Raiders. Look at that news. Next. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. The Bottom Line rolling on on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. First United Bank Studios here, a stone's throw away from Buddy Holly and the Tornado Memorial right behind us at 620. Avenue O. Uh, by the way, I missed the dunk contest that uh, is also on Saturday, so that's going with the rest of the skills competition. Well, we got a we got a guy. We got a thing there. No, I was just working on my reverse windmill there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were going whippy. Nobody cares. I'm gonna put oh. my uh, elbow, oh, in, the elbow, elbow in the rim. Elbow in the rim. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm jump, what I'm I... jumping over a Kia. <laughs> I think that's been done before. I'm jumping over a line on the floor. But also not dunking it. <laughs> uh, you Just had some. Uh, what was that? Was it Aaron Gordon? He was the one that got it from the mascot and then like went under the legs. Yes, that was the last. I mean, outside of Mac McClung, of course, that was the last dunk that really stuck with me. Yeah, the one he did last year with the two people, one on the other shoulder, and he took it out of their hands, and then that was crazy. Yeah, been some I, iconic ones. I understand. For for that aspect, that it is, it's hard to be, keep being creative. Mm-hmm. Like you can only jump over so many, you can only you know jump over so many things or jump from such a distance, uh, and spins and and everything else that go with it. There there are also some limitations for the human body. Like they're not doing a front flip and dunking without a trampoline. Sure, but I did appreciate his creativity last year mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in the dunk contest. I think they should, you know, now start changing it to like some of the stuff they're wearing, like, like for Clint. I mean, I think that somebody should go out there in some Crocs. Yes, I think Clint would really enjoy. Put that. it in four wheel mode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think uh, I think I would give a ten at this point to somebody who just dunked it normally, but let me shoot a paintball gun at them while they did it the whole way. Yeah. Okay. What well, the one thing I wish they would do, or dunk in a fat suit. Okay, I mean, like one of those blow up sumo suits. Yeah, yeah. Or doing a T Rex suit. And they I mean, have to really get to do this. They hit. They have to get by Shaquille O'Neal, who's also in a sumo suit, to even get to the rim. So they got to earn it. If they want to dunk it. Wow. Okay. Uh, as fun as that idea, the one change that I would make to the dunk contest is I would make it like a game of horse. 
where they're all doing a dunk, but they're all doing the same dunk, but instead of doing H-O-R-S-E, just do NBA. Yeah. So what is the dunk? Because inevitably, right, if you have a game of horse that, you know, sure. you have that one guy that's like, all right, I'm just going to keep shooting it at the block because I know I'm going to keep making it, and then someone's going to get a letter, and they're going to get mad. What's the dunk version of that? Because it's not just like a two-hand slam, like from underneath. Standing underneath the basket and then doing the reverse dunk. Like just doing straight up and, and hitting behind your head. I bet somebody can do that. I don't know. Windmill. Maybe rock the cradle. Because it's got to mm-hmm. be something everybody in the dunk contest can do, but is eventually going to slip up on it. And by the way, in order to for an attempt in my rules, if your feet leave the ground... If you jump, that's your attempt. Clint just has me thinking about MJ Rock in the cradle and how incredibly cool that was. Even not in the dunk contest, like in games. Yeah. (laughs) And that was the thing, like, with some of those guys back in in the 80s and 90s, that those dunks were in games Yeah, that they then brought to the dunk contest. It it wasn't, you know, you're not jumping over a car in an NBA game. That's a little weird. Mm, Why is there a car on the floor? We're, We're trying to play a game here. You said you had some breaking news for us for the Texas Tech baseball uh, pitching rotation this weekend. Yeah, so we do know who the three starters are. Uh, Kyle Robinson. Shocker. Yeah. Pitching I mean, you on, picked that one like a month ago. On Friday. Uh, Zane Petty, also not a surprise, pitching on Saturday. And it will be the veteran Jack Washburn starting on Sunday against Oregon. That's great news. He missed all of last season. After uh, suffering an injury, and re- so he redshirted last year, uh, and uh, he will be your Sunday guy this weekend. Doesn't mean that's going to be the same way every single week, but those are your three this weekend. So junior, sophomore, fifth-year senior. Nice. I'm I ready. Like I mean, pitchers and catchers reporting today is great. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. Because you hear that first initial pop of the ball in the glove at like 60 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, and it's just a different sound. Mm-hmm. And I know it's just long toss, and I know it's just guys reporting, and I get all of that. But it's like the first day of spring is today. The first robin that you see, that like that's what pitchers and catchers reporting to me is. But we get actual games that mean something on Friday with this Texas Tech baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, pitchers and catchers week. are reporting on Friday to play. Right. <laughs> in college baseball. That's more exciting than... <laughs> it is more else. exciting than long toss, but We're long toss score on this? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to actually compete, which is fun. Jeff, I really think you need to, and I would suggest this to anybody. If you are any kind of baseball fan, man, you need to go to Arizona to spring training. I mean, the access I, to I the... need Tech to open up the season at home for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So that I can disappear for a few weeks to make that happen. Well, you don't have to go for a few weeks. Just, I mean, the no, access no, no. to the I players would. and um, just sitting in the summer sun in Arizona. You know, you go watch a game, you go play golf, whatever. Oh, man, it's it's the greatest. You can be in one area and in one day see six, seven different teams play. I mean, if you are a baseball fan, get. I mean, you got kids that love baseball. Man, get yourself to Arizona. Go watch the Rangers in spring training. It's it's so cool. So many people have bucket list things like I want to go here and I want to go to this championship. Oh and all yeah, that. no no. Put that on, put that in your bucket list. 
because it is so incredibly cool. I mean, you again, if you have kids, the availability to players is a hundred times greater than you get during the regular season. And not just current players. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there's yeah. Hall of Famers that go out there and they're hanging out with the team, and some of them are hitting instructors, like quote unquote hitting instructors for the team that week yeah. or whatever that you can get a chance to hang Weather's out. Weather's great. If you're a golfer, man, a million different golf courses, man, make it happen. So, uh, Michael off the Yates Morning Center Challenge. He's not wrong, but it's still Arizona, so I kind of agree with you. Uh, just because it's sun in Arizona doesn't make it summer. Uh, the calendar does that. It, it's still, you know, 80. We're getting close. I'm, I'm missing the point. I would still need uh, a five-gallon bucket of sunscreen, you know, <laughs> to go really enjoy it. Okay. Maybe one of those little Bill Murray umbrella hats. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, do you get the the like the pure white one for your the the pure white sunscreen sunscreen for your nose? No, you know I get the uh, tainted sunscreen. What what are you talking you about? You know, like whenever you see the quote unquote like someone who's like very heavy in sunscreen uh, on on movies or TV shows, like it's all their entire nose is just like white. That's always bothered me. That's one of those uh, like TV things that yeah. I don't understand why it's a thing. You're supposed it's, to rub that it's in. It's the same thing as like when people get groceries in a commercial and just have a loaf of bread that's not wrapped up coming out of a brown bag. Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually seen somebody do it. There is a local junior tennis official. If you are, if you have played any kind of junior tennis in Lubbock or if your kids have, they all know the one guy who has the big white sunscreen on his nose. Is he collecting royalties for being personified in every <laughs> movie? Like, you'll talk sun. to the kids, and they all refer to that guy, the guy with the sunscreen. Uh, apparently, it's that guy. Zinc cream, apparently, off the Yates Flooring Center channel. Sure thing. Sure thing. I, I haven't, to answer the question. I was very confused because every sunscreen I have put on my body has been white. But yeah, maybe it you were. Blends sure, in. But yeah. it blends yeah. in. You rub it like, in, and sure. it goes But away. if you don't rub it in, it would stay, right? Right, but then it's not being effective. Other than just blocking, completely blocking, like if you were to hold an umbrella over your head. Okay. So then you've got this dot on your arm where you don't rub that sunscreen in, mm. that when you wipe away, that you there's a white dot on your arm. You should try that. You should, like, you should, like, spell out Jayhawk stink on your arm and sunscreen and see if that, like, makes, like, that little tattoo oh. right there. Man, I, so the version <laughs> of that that I've done on accident was I put sunscreen on my arms. I was on the kayak. I had long pants that were not long enough. And there was about a two-inch strip on my shins that I didn't realize were available to the sun. Oh. And they got fried. Yeah. And so since it was just that little area, it's like I had drawn a Band-Aid on my <laughs> shins. And I was like, burn right here, devil sun. And it did. And it did. There's no doubt about that that it the did. The sun is batting a 1,000 if you don't protect yourself. Uh, well, you won't need any sunscreen protection next as we get to the uh, question of the day on the way. On the bottom line, a 100.7, the score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. It is the bottom line, 100.7 the score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 the score mobile app. Jeff in for choice, who will be in for Gus on Tech Talk today. So if you are looking for an opportunity to make fun of Choice Woodman, it is still available just at a different time 
on a different channel. It's as close as I can get to the same bat time, same bat channel with the regards to, you know, things going on. But I'm probably the only one that, like, identifies with the same bat time, same bat channel. Like, anytime I get close to that realm, I get it. But it's okay. You know why? Because uh, I've got the question of the day. I've heard oh. the reference before. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. So... It's Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Couples are spending enormous amounts of money on flowers and dinners and engagement rings. And all of those things are special. But what I would like to ask you today, Jamie, Clint, and our fine listening audience. What is your favorite moment that you love the most in Texas Tech sports. And it doesn't have to be like the Crabtree catch, although that is perfectly acceptable. It doesn't have to be the 62-yard field goal against Iowa State. It could be the first pitch of baseball season. could be the swish of a free throw in a perfectly silent United Supermarkets arena. What moment do you love the most in sports? What singular moment do I love the most in Texas Tech sports history of my fandom? Yes. It's a very broad, open-ended question. And for some people, I realize I'm asking you to pick between your children. And I apologize for that. I guess I'll have to go game two of the Super Regionals in 2014. I mean, just um, the postseason run that the Red Raiders went on that year where you go to Oklahoma City and get pounded and you're 0-2 in the Big 12 tournament and your, your bus breaks down on the way back to town, go back to Oklahoma City. Forgot about the bus breaking Go down. back to come back to Lubbock, get back in the middle of the night, feeling like, oh, man, this team is, you know, they're they're heading for not greatness. And Brackness, Bracket comes out, and you see that, you know, you're going to Miami, all the history and tradition with their baseball program, and, and you feel like, man, that's an uphill climb. And even if you were to win, you're going to go have to play the number one overall national season right. in Florida the next weekend. And what happens in Coral Gables is awesome. And you, you you win that last game after giving up a late lead in the previous game that would have advanced you. And then you get to come back home. You win the first game of the Supers. And, I mean, just so many Red Raider fans, that long-time Tech baseball fans that had been there through the some of the lean years and – also seen plenty of really good years in the 90s where you were so close but couldn't get there. And um, then you're able to, the, I mean, the atmosphere, the electricity, uh, that second day for game two, and again, you win the first game 1-0, you win the second game 1-0, just the electricity and, like, I just felt like the nerves of that day 
I felt like I had shortness of breath the whole day. Just like I was so nervous, so nervous. And like, even when it ended, it was just like, you know, pinch me. How in the world did this just happen? Mm -hmm. You know? And then I would extend that to say, that's a really long answer. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I would extend that to it's say. It's a good one. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, getting to Omaha and, the, you know, we get there one day and the next morning I get up early, go jogging and I go run by the field and to see the Texas Tech banner hanging the side of the stadium and literally brought tears to my eyes. Just like, oh my gosh, why is that hitting me so hard? It was like, this is, you know, the craziest thing ever. Uh, Texas Tech is playing in the College World Series. And now, you know, we all think completely different about things. No, 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 yeah. no, no, not completely. Yeah, I mean, it's just different. I mean, we're all like, you know, hey, let's do this again. We're good. Sure. We should win this thing. All, all that, right? Um, so I, I guess the one moment would be clinching and winning game two with Supers. But just the whole thing was just, I mean, a magic, a magical ride. That was that would be a, you know, about a three week stretch of so much, so much fun. Clint. So, I'll give you two quick answers because I'm going to give you a broad one that happens. Sure. I, I think perfectly a couple times a season, and then one specific one. So the broad one, uh, shocker for me, they're both going to be college basketball. Nothing wrong with uh, that. Any time, and I, I. I it's always it's always great, but I don't think it always hits home to that like special perfect note every single game. And so that's why I think it happens a couple times a year where there's a big swing in the game. Either you've come back or you've gone on a big run, whatever it may be. I typically like when it hits in the second half. If it's about the like I think the sweet spot is about eight minutes left in the game. And you hit the swag surf and it's just you know, angel music coming down <laughs> i know it's different music but what i'm hearing is like angelic choir sure and like just the the feeling of that in the usa is just outstanding and that's when we go like this has really turned into a top tier environment in the big 12 that's like the peak of that to me uh in game so that's the broad one nothing wrong with that that's a really good one that's a really good answer yeah the the specific one it's hard for me not to say I almost went Chris Beard return here because that's one of the best environments. So much fun. Ever, that was so much fun. But it, it's hard not to say the Elite Eight win. Not even the Final Four win. I liked the Elite Eight win going into the Final Four over Gonzaga more. And just that that final two or three minute stretch with the big like couple of threes from Moretti. Stuff like that entire ending was just like chills mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I'll, I'll take the specific moment of the Elite Eight win. For Texas Tech. So I, like Clint, have two. And, and one is much more very generic and that happens every single season no matter what. Good, bad, ugly, it happens every single baseball season. The very first home run hit of the year. The the, cra- the, the ping, I should say, of that first home run. The first home run call of the year. It's the... the I don't want to say the sound of spring there, but it's the... Now the season has started. The offense is going. Everything is a pump. Everybody's pumped. Everybody's going. You've hit the ball out of the ballpark, which is a great feeling to begin with. 
you're putting runs on the board, the excitement that goes there, that it, it's the, the, I don't want to say the, the checkered flag because that comes much later in the season, but that's the green flag for the beginning of baseball season. And you get that every single year, no matter what. It's the starter gun, I guess, is the way to put it. An individual moment, and, and this is kind of how you, how I kind of judge where seasons go. And I think almost every season, uh, regardless of the sport, in a good year, has one of those moments: the surprise win game. And it, and it, like the Kansas one is a perfect example this week. And I'm not picking on Clint here for it. Um, the Garibay kick goes into this category of the I can't believe what I just watched moment. Like, if you told me on Monday the Tech was going to beat Kansas, sure, that's a possibility. I didn't think it was going to happen. If you'd have told me the Tech was going to win that game by 29, I'd have asked you to take a drug test. I would if you had told me that Conley was going to make the catch in left uh, right center field. I'd have said you're nuts. But we get that moment. And it's the the surprise that you only get in sports that stand out as some of the best moments of every single season across the board. A surprise is always good. That always makes a moment, you know. It's one thing if you expect to beat a team, but it's another thing if it's a shocker. Yeah. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.